Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour number two in Edmonton 106 on Oilers Now. Winners now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. We wish you and yours all the best during these uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. I have to get Hugh Porter from Digitex. He he sends the funniest PG uh, things to me once in a while. It just makes me... There was one a couple nights ago during our broadcast. I may have mentioned it yesterday. It was off the charts funny stuff he's a funny man all right uh a reminder you can reach us at any time the river Cree resort casino hotline and uh you can text us on the ashley fine floors text line at 780-496-0063 ashley fine floors providing winning results for over 35 years we'll tell you that guests on this show receive certificates to japanese village they're thrilled our Don and his staff to serve you again for dine-in and take-out options full details at jvedmonton.ca as uh, every Tuesday for an hour and every second Friday, uh, for, uh, 20 minutes, we are joined by Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women working in Alberta's horse racing and breeding industry. Mark Spector, how are you? Oh, doing pretty good, Bobby. It was, uh, uh, I was going to say an interesting game last night, but to be honest, it wasn't that interesting. There was two very tired teams down there and one superstar and, that's about how she unfolded, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, I got a, a couple comments uh, from um, some pretty good former players, and uh, they're like, this is stupid watching how good this guy is right now. I mean, it was just, yeah. right, and it was, which is the ultimate form of compliment. Uh, I, I think it was sports that, that put a stat out yesterday that McDavid is fifth all-time in points per game. Um and the other four guys are, you know, like obviously Gretzky, Lemieux, and Bobby Orr were three of them. I forget who the fourth was. It was not your favorite Steve Eiserman, by the way. Uh, but anyhow, I digress. I mean, it's it's given the time frame that he's playing in right now and what he's accomplishing, it's just – and, Mark, it's every aspect – Every yeah. aspect, and I know we're going to get into it here at some point, but uh, just the player, relentless. Hey, just watching him in a game like last night, like you know what? Uh, we wa- I think the start most stark difference, Bobby, is we've watched Edmonton lose that game last night for fifteen years. Right? Everyone's tired. Right? Third game in four nights for both teams. Second of back to back for both teams. They were both in different cities last night. There's no juice on either side of the puck. Let's face it. And generally speaking, that is a game that the Oilers have found a way to lose for as long as I can remember. And it was quite the opposite last night. They got the two goals and have the wherewithal now to keep the other team to one. You know, and, and it, it's not pretty, but the two points look awfully good the next morning, right? All right. So, look, there were some good things that happened. Koskinen was one save better in the game. Yep. Uh Right, that's. But you know what, Mark? It's important. Uh, That said, the difference in the game is the Oilers' best player uh, was better than any of Winnipeg's best players, and it's the Mm -hmm. Wings doing it. You know, Mark, think about it. 
in when he won the Hart Trophy in sixteen seventeen, forty three point two percent in the faceoff circle. Yeah, he's at fifty one and a half percent right now. Mm-hmm. He, he shoots the puck on a completely de- and there's a deceptiveness because he's got such great stick skill. He's got his head up the whole time as he's coming in. The goalie doesn't know if he's going to pass. 3 years ago he, he would have pa- like it's every aspect of his game mark because yeah. of his relentless work ethic. I thought Laurent Brassois said something interesting last night about how he's stick handling and then the puck comes flying out of there before he even realizes he's shooting. You know, some guys, they hold it and they hold it and then they fire when the time is right. Conor McDavid's got that puck moving so fast, and you're right. The the second element is his head is up and maybe even looking at Nugent Hopkins in the two-on-one. So he's he's just found new ways to deceive a goalie and gain an advantage. Brassois basically said that you think he's stick-handling and out out fires the puck before he even realizes he's shooting it. And he beat an NHL goalie in the same spot twice in a row. And that's not something you see every guy do every night, Bobby. You know that. Yeah. Um, I know it's just baseline stat. Drysaddle's plus 22. McDavid's plus twelve, and those guys aren't very good at putting pucks into empty nets either. Like they've had some, <laughs> they've had some opportunities no, to pad not. their stats in that stat area. I, you know, you you harped on their defensive play. My suggestion was I was about fourth or fifth down the food chain for some. What, what I did Edmonton in a very short series, tough sample size. Um, Dave Tippett, I know. You, did you ask him that question that we? Uh, did you hear the audio that we ran today? Uh, well, I heard all the audio last night. So, all right, I want to. Here's what we're going to do, Brendan. Let's I, I know. Play it. Let's play. Let's uh, cue that puppy up that we ran earlier in the show. I believe this was Specs' question, just about uh, the you know the depth of improvement in Connor's overall game. His offensive abilities and different ways to create offenses is off the charts. What I like most about him this year is he's come in with a real determined mindset to defend well, be a real good, solid player in our own end. And our whole coaching staff talks about it every day, how how much he's dug into playing a real winning style of game. And, uh, you know, I think there was some criticism in the summer towards him and Dreisaitl who was, uh, I didn't think was warranted, but he he's taken it to heart and he's turned into a much better 200-foot player. And so you notice the great things he does in the game offensively, but he is a solid defender, you know, a dependable player in our own zone. And uh, he doesn't get enough credit for that. So I agree with you. The, the great stuff he does with uh, the offensive abilities and the different weapons he has, but the... Uh, the ability for him to play in critical situations, not just offensively but defensively, is really coming out in his game, and it's helping our team win. Mark, assess those comments, if you can, for us from Dave Tippett. Well, I mean, I'd say this, that, that you know, what you hear Dave Tippett say he didn't think it was warranted, and that's fair. He's protecting his players. I would say to you that if the if the – criticism wasn't warranted both players wouldn't have gone away and talked about it and come back in camp and talked about it and certainly Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl fixated on becoming better defensive players it, to me 
yeah, who cares about the comments or who made them, Bob? Because uh, I wasn't the only one. To me, let's look at the players and look at their actions. Their actions are they left town and came back after working defensively and working on face-offs. And it's just been a priority all season. We've heard it in their in their quotes since training camp. So uh, I get Dave Tippett saying he's protecting he's protecting his guys, and that's fair. But both players wanted to be defensive, better defensively, and both players are particularly McDavid are immensely better defensively this season. You know, it's inter- you say immensely better, um, but ironically enough, Mark, the five e five goals against stats from January to March of 2020, which was a year ago, McDavid was at uh, 3.35 goals against per 60 minutes played. January to March of this year, he's at 3.31 goals against per 60. Uh, that is without playing with dry settle. So when McDavid's on the ice, 3.35 goals against a year ago, 3.31 this year. And then, it was, in dry settle's case, playing without McDavid, 1.86 goals against last year, 1.88 goals against this year. So the numbers are almost the same. That's 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 kind of I, I, to be honest, Mark. I would I was surprised when I saw that information coming, and that was courtesy of uh, the president of the Mark Spector fan club. That would be Wood Guy, who believe me, he's been hammering me on Tyson Berry as well. So uh, take it for what we'll get. We'll get to Tyson Berry. I, I, I guess that's interesting to me because basically, I, I think that part of the perception about the defensive stuff, a lot of it stemmed from a horrendous December, Mark, during the nineteen twenty season. Right, a lot of people go. Well, those guys were minus players. We talked about this. Not actually five on five. They weren't minus players, and they pretty much got the same. And they cleaned it up. And it really started in January until the end of March. Right, and they cleaned it up. Both guys, when they went and centered their own lines, they cleaned it up. And it's now been two, three month segments again. The final three months of last year's regular season. The final three months of this year's regular season. So it's interesting. I and, and you'd be the first to admit, Mark. You don't think that he's, you know, the the, the media doesn't impact, the, like, it's the personal drive of McDavid that's elevated no. him, right? You'd don't be the first. Think, don't think for a second that Connor McDavid reads in the papers that are on the Internet that some schmoes think he needs to we have a better defensive game and he goes oh boy i better go work on that like come on he's no just one the, thinks that but he's so here's, here's <laughs> why Ed, thinks that. mark here's my theory on this here's why i think edmonton had like i what, do you, what are the orders right now like i got him at kind of like uh you know they're they're at a 600 winning percentage mark i got him at sort of a 7 through 12 spot in the nhl right now is that fair no okay sure Okay. That's hard to know this year because we don't see those other teams, but I'll take that. Why not? Okay. I believe because of how driven McDavid is, and I think it's already helped Dreisaitl, and I think it's helped Nurse, and those are the three guys. You know that. They all were at the 2015 development camp together. They've all kind of grown together. They all worked their ass off. You know that in practice. It's my belief those three guys are going to – they just they work so hard they're just going to continuously improve as players and that is going to assist once Edmonton gets some cap space in the orders building out a more well-rounded team that will allow them to be a top eight team uh maybe as early as next year would you do you think that's feasible sure that's that's fair and and, i mean the question became the question that we talked about over and over was where does the work have to occur that's all yeah you know and, and you knew it every all the 
top great guys have all gone through what McDavid's going through right now. You know, you mentioned Eisenman, Crosby, Medano, all these guys that were blessed with this unbelievable offensive skills eventually reached the verdict that, okay, I have to add, I have to to complement if I'm going to be a 22-minute centerman and we're going to start playing tough playoff hockey against really good teams, I have to complement my offensive skills with commensurate defensive play. I got to get better in the circle. I got to take it more seriously in my end. This isn't just a McDavid thing. We saw this coming, Bob. That was the crux of the comments after the Chicago series. No one ever said, and you call my article up, there's a paragraph saying, we're not blaming the loss on dry saddle McDavid. That was just twisted around by by readers and to some extent yourself. The facts was that they're six eighth down the list on why they lost to Chicago. But the fact remains that if your best two players don't do the thing that Crosby did, that Medano did, that all these guys have done, that McDavid is doing as we speak, right? If they don't go down that road, this team isn't going to get to where they want to go. McDavid figured it out. Drysaddle figured it out. And look at the way they look now. They're a far better team because their best guys are both over 50% in the circle, and it just extends from there. And we might assert, Mark, that maybe judging four games is too short of a sample size. There's several managers. I'm not judging four games. We're talking about his whole career. Just in the circle, Bob, this is the first time McDavid's been a 50% guy in a season. But that, Just in the circle. Mark, if you look historically at the best players that play center, they all improve in time. Cause they, now, here's the thing. I, the other, by the way, work I, at it because it's important. I, I don't consider Medano and Iserman to be on the level of Connor. Let's establish that right well, now. Well, okay, but they're great players on their teams that won Stanley Cups. Right. I'm just, that's why they're their best player on their team. That's all I'm saying. In that regard, they're the same thing, right? But by the time Detroit won, I'm not convinced Eisenman was the best. Uh, okay, he was their captain or whatever he was, but sure. Well, right. we're like, splitting hairs here, here, Bob. Here, well, here's the thing: it's it can do you, like can Ken Holland round out round out the rest of the roster to make them a top six to eighteen? Good question. And I think that can happen in the off season. I really do. So I'm going to give you some quick hitters right now. Um, we, we Tyson Berry. This is I mean he's got six assists over the course of the last uh, two games. Two games. Did you see the Rob Tichkowski tweet where he showed the second assist that he got on McDavid's second goal last night where Barry beats two guys in his own zone to get the puck up there? That was a good point because people are going off on second assist. And what did you find on second assist, Mark, with some of the greatest defensemen in the game? Yeah, I just tweeted something out for folks who are wondering about second assists on Twitter uh, that the best players, and I'm talking like Bobby Orr, Pot Van, McKinnis, Bork, uh, basically all those guys are, are, are around 50%, you know, give or take a percent or two. So they're around 50% of their assists for second assists. Uh, this season, Barry's a little high. He's at 65% our secondary assists. But in his career, he's at 48%. So the point is, all the best defensemen in the history of our game, half their assists are secondary assists, Bob. That's how it works when you're a defenseman. You pass it, you know, Coffee passed it to Gretzky, who gave it to Curry, and he scored, <laughs> right? 
Podvan gave it to, to Trotche, who gave it to Bossy, and he scored. Awesome. So, Boston, and that's Barry's 48% secondary assist in his career. I This whole secondary assist thing going on in Edmonton right now is it's lunacy, my how, friend. How, how, lunacy. About we, how about we do this? We both agree they're probably not a top five or six team in the league yet. We Right? Like, we both kind of agree not on yet. that. No, not, not yet. yet. But we think they might be able to get there. Uh, but can we not enjoy the thing? Like, like Darnell Nurse leads the NHL in even strength goals and even strength points by defenseman. Tyson Berry leads the NHL in uh, in scoring by defenseman. The last time the Oilers had a defense that could transition the puck like this was back in 08-09 when they were one of three teams in the league that had four defensemen of 30-plus points. They had uh, Surrey, uh, Gilbert, Grebishkov, who was very underrated for a couple of seasons. He was pretty good. And then uh, Vizhnovsky. I mean, it's... It, 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 maybe maybe we could just enjoy what's happening here oh right God. now. What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I'll, I'll take it on a, a wider level. you got a good team, Right. You got a good team in Edmonton. You're, I get games in hand. You're tied for first in the North. Uh, Toronto and Winnipeg have six games left against each other here, right? Yep. Every night those teams play, Edmonton's going to play a team that's not as good as one of those two teams, and they're going to have a good chance to make up ground. They are right in the thick of the divisional title here, and enjoy it. You got a good team, folks. Just enjoy the fact you got a good team and quit picking it apart. Tyson Berry, you've been waiting for a, an offensive defenseman like him for what? Ever since well, Pronger wasn't here long enough. I'm going to say since coffee. Enjoy it. Who cares where his assists come? They're leading the league for Pete's sakes. Just enjoy it. Mark, one final one uh, for you, and it pertains to the Hart Trophy. Is there a discussion in it for you right now? I yeah. mean, no. The guys, the guys, the guys, sixteen points ahead of a player on any other team. Yeah, no, there's no, absolutely no discussion. He's, you know, at this point, he's a couple more games away from leading the league in goals and assists and points. So, no, there's absolutely no discussion. Patrick Kane is a is a fabulous story what he's doing in Chicago, and uh, you know, obviously Austin Matthews is a great player and one of the potent goal scorers in hockey today. But if we're voting on a Hart Trophy right now, there's it's a hundred percent Connor McDavid in first place. No question. Uh, all right, uh, Speck, we're going to get you on uh, Tuesday again, and you're going to have to do some math, and it's going to have to do with cap space. Oh, it's, so stop. You just lost me, Bob, right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got, you're going to actually have to do some work. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we've had a couple texts saying, can you inspect over cap space and what to offer R&H, Larson, and Barry? We briefly hit on that a bit, just in terms of the layout. I'm also going to uh, uh, bring up, hey, I'll leave you with this. We got, yeah, we got time to do it. Uh, very quickly, how about uh, what happened with Ralph Kruger in Buffalo? Did you see uh, Hall yesterday? Uh, swollen face after taking a slap shot to his face, saying he let his coach down, and he went back into the game. And I know, I know, you made a point of tweeting that out the other day as well. Yeah, listen, we all respect Taylor Hall's game for sure, and and that's if Ralph, if the one thing Ralph's done poorly is, I would say to you is. He, he picked the Edmonton Oilers when they weren't in a very good functional state, and then he picked the Buffalo Sabres when they were completely dysfunctional. Uh, I'm not sure he'll get another coaching gig, but you know what? Taylor Hall is probably a good example, right, of, of the new free, the free agents at Edmonton, Bob. 
You know, Taylor Hall got lots of money last year. How happy do you think he is right now? And this, you know? and we'll talk a bit about it on uh, on on Tuesday. Just some of the options yeah. that theoretically might be out there. Third line center. Do they need to address that? Second line left wing uh, goaltending as well. And we'll have some cap discussions. It's Mark's favorite. Spec. Thanks for joining us, my man. All right, Bobby. Talk to you Tuesday. For the horses and horse racing, Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. That is Mark Spector. When we come back, we will get to our ongoing coverage. All. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline season long of your North Division report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. All right, welcome back everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you. And uh, we will tell you there's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than what to ask when outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Ridge Ford, 10-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Why do they win it? Because they treat you fairly when you buy a vehicle and offer fair prices on warranties, uh, insurance coverage, and financing fees. So let Johnny, Uncle Milt, Rich, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand by calling 1-877-477-736-73 or visit BrentRidge.com. As we go to our North Division report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellent. Okay, uh, Edmonton, Toronto now tied atop the North Division, 40 points each, although the Leafs have three games in hand on Edmonton. They've lost four of five, but they get Wayne Simmons back, and they'll debut Alex Galchenyuk tonight against Calgary. The Flames vying for the final playoff spot in the division. They've slipped a point behind Vancouver now that the Canucks have won three in a row. They are two points back of Montreal with four more games played are the Canucks. Top five goal scorers are all on Canadian teams as well. Matthews, McDavid, Toffoli, Dreisaitl, and Kyle Connor. Brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home, it all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. Find it, love it, move in. It is 128 in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, two more guests on the show. Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill and... From Inside Sports. Well, no, it's, uh, well, he's been on Inside Sports before, but, uh, one of the two Oilers play by play voices this year, Cam Moon, will join us as well. You're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.